Welcome back to the Audacity Podcast. I am Janae, your host. I'm sitting here with Alex, your co-host, and today's episode is going to be about friendships and clicks within business networking, so let's get into it. Grab your tea, take a seat, and get ready to embrace and learn from our audacity. Before we get into this week's episode, we're going to dive into our audacious moments of this week, starting with you because I'm ill-prepared. <laughs> Perfect. Um, so recently, I just finished a book, and it was about two sisters and kind of their whole like life story from like basically birth to death. Like it's like their whole relationship and their relationship with their parents and all this other stuff. And then, like, you know, at the end, they have kids, and their kids have kids, and all of them, and all their problems, too. So, it was a really interesting, like, family story. Um, but what I found really interesting about it was that, obviously, they were women. And the whole story followed them from, like, the 50s until, like, it actually projected, I don't know when the book came out, but it projected 2022. So, it's literally, like, present day. Um, oh. Yeah, which I think was kind of a fluke thing. Like, I think they probably wrote it in, like, 2016 or something. It was like, oh, that's yours for now. <laughs> and, like, now reading it now is weird. Um but yeah, it was it was interesting because I don't I'm really bad with dates when I read like when it's one chapter says like you know 1980 and then the next one says like 1990 I am not like I'm not I don't realize until something happens that feels very 90s that I'm like oh <laughs> we moved forward ten years like I'm not good at the whole chronological and like where we're at in the timeline thing so I'm really oblivious to it but so I didn't really like take into account like what the beginning of the book what that time period was necessarily like. So one of the, like, interactions that they have, and I don't want to spoil it, obviously, but one of the interactions that they have is that one of the sisters gets an abortion. And as I'm, like, reading this scenario and, like, what she's going through, I'm thinking, like, this is so, like, sketchy and, like... Like, why is she doing it this way? Yeah, like, (laughs) go to the doctor. Like, I was like, I don't understand. And then I realized that this book is before abortion was legal, and then sitting here reading it, now on the other side of that again, is like, it was a really terrifying, like I definitely started to cry. And it was like a very overwhelming moment, I think, to finally piece it together, which like I definitely should have done sooner because I wasn't paying <laughs> enough attention. But I, I don't know. It was something that hit me that I was like, oh, this is exactly what this, and this person even wrote this at a part, part in time where that wasn't the case. And like now that it is, reading it back, it was just like very... Like, the whole idea of the whole book, and it's not just that scenario, but there's a lot of, like, you know, how women are treated and the expectations of, like, being a housewife and not having a career and things like that and, like, how they grow through that and almost, like, work with the movement as they get older. And it's really interesting to kind of see the different perspectives of, like, I don't know, just how things have changed but also how they almost haven't, which is, I don't know, upsetting, but also just just very interesting. So it was, it's a really good book. I really recommend it. It's called Mrs. Everything. Um, and it was really great, but yeah, it was definitely, I don't know what the audacious part of it is for me. I think it's the fact that like, it just really Probably took me back. feels almost like history kind of repeating itself. Yeah. And I think I was like, oh, the fact that some of this is relatable. Yeah. It's weird. <laughs> hurts a little bit. Like it was really, it was really interesting to kind of just see it almost come full circle in a really disappointing way um and yeah just the different struggles and it was nice too to see some things that like I don't necessarily struggle with myself but you know from a different perspective of like someone who you know is dealing with other kinds of discrimination and diversity and things like that so yeah for sure interesting 
Okay. I like that book. And I haven't even read it Very yet. Good. So, um, okay, crap, still ill-prepared on this one. <laughs> <laughs> what is my audacious moment of the week? Um, oh, this week. I feel like just in general audacity was our entire thing yesterday. Um, there are definitely some audacious moments that I feel like connect with like just connect with this but anyway yesterday we hosted a dinner party um for our friends so we can go network at an event uh which was so fun but i cooked a i cooked i hired a (laughs) private chef to come do the dinner so i didn't have to cook and i was trying to check out online but i had to hit a minimum order requirement and the minimum order requirement was like 166 i was at 103 yeah yeah and like the only thing he kind of had on his menu was red velvet cupcakes i'm not a red velvet cupcake person yeah i mean Um, they sound delicious but we're also having like italian yes (laughs) so it's not (laughs) we're having chicken alfredo if so felt like it was a very off on the menu and if you don't know me you know i'm like a seasonal like prepare your prepare your items all together but this this man had cupcakes and they were priced at $13.70 per cupcake. And like I was only booking for like five of us. But then he got here and he cooked and he came in with his cupcakes. And he was like, I'm so sorry. My oven stopped working mid red velvet cupcake. So I had to go to the store and just get you regular regular chocolate and vanilla cupcakes. And no one was here when he told me this, so no one could, like, clock my face as I'm, like, in the fridge I know, I grabbing so something. I so wish after all that. Because it wasn't even, like, a part. Like, who cares? Like, cupcakes or cupcakes. But it was the fact that, like, we didn't want them in the first place. <laughs> like, like, they ended up giving you them in addition to the meal because we had to buy but, them to meet the requirement. Like, it was just, we went through so much to, like check out and like we had to add these stupid cupcakes and like, like whatever i literally dm like, the ceo the co-founder of this company like yeah. hey can i like bypass and this she like was so sweet and she helped you out but then like, <laughs> went through all this and then the cupcakes are from the store like, i'm like literally in the fridge like rolling my eyes oh, as yes. i'm grabbing something to make the salad and, like, this and he man. was he was very nice he was so nice but oh, i was yeah. like we didn't want these fucking cupcakes to begin yeah, with i know and we didn't eat. And we didn't eat them. <laughs> you and I had cupcakes today. Yeah. We didn't even eat them. We just had them five minutes ago. <laughs> we just not eat them last night. Oh my goodness. So, yeah. yeah. But that is my audacious Cupcake moment. Cupcake gate. <laughs> Cupcake gate of 2022. Oh my God. <laughs> I, that too much. <laughs> I'm not quite sure how to start this conversation <laughs> without starting to seem like I am a jaded human being. But, but friendships and clicks within business networking has been something that I have clocked since I started networking. And that is today's topic of conversations. You know, I, girls stick together. Yeah. yeah. I think, I think for me, like I've always, I think as a younger person, I was much more naive. I might say like a child, but like <laughs> as a young teenager who was like getting into this whole Cleveland movement and like, falling in love with all of it and being like, oh, entrepreneurship might be fun. Like that whole vibe. I think I was very naive and I was like, oh, all of these women that I see all the time, like they're so successful, they're so amazing. I want to be just like them. I want to be their friends. I want to be like in that world. 
And that was always, like, the goal. Like, almost, like, if these people know who I am, I made it kind of thing. Yeah. With, like, groups of women in the Clinton area. And I think over time, <laughs> as I actually was getting closer to those groups, I was like, they're just, like, just because I see the same people all the time doesn't necessarily mean that that's the place to be. Like, just because all of these get-togethers and networking events and panels and all this stuff are the same people every time doesn't mean, like, anything except for the fact that people are choosing to highlight the same people every time. And it's not a matter of, like, those people are really, really good, and that's why they get highlighted. It's because people are, know them, and they're notable, and people are like, okay, well, if I know them, other people know them, so they must be good at what they're doing, and we will highlight them in this scenario. And I think I definitely, Woman Up for sure, I think was the final, like, eye-opener for me, because as we were putting together an event at such a, like, fast pace with six months to do it all, I think we were very much reaching out to absolutely, I mean, no, we were very much reaching out to absolutely anyone who would listen who just, yeah. and saying, like, hey, please come to this event, hey, please be a part of this, we would love to connect with you, blah, blah, blah. And we meant it to everyone we sent it to, but I think after a while I kind of realized, like, these bigger names that I kind of idolized all this time, I was reaching out to them and they would not even read it or, you know, not even show interest. And it's like, this is something new and never been done before. And then we kind of ended up with being so last minute, having a bunch of vendors that were either had started their business during the pandemic and were like brand spanking new. So we'd never heard of them before because they were literally a couple months in like we were, or, you know, they were people who were just don't really do markets a lot because they didn't have anything already booked on that day since yeah. we were doing it also last minute. So we ended up with this, like, basically this group of people that I know that, you know, you had said to me too, I've never heard of most of these people. Yeah. I've never seen these businesses. Are they new? Like, blah, blah, blah. And well, it was refreshing. Were. It was refreshing because yeah. I am unfortunately part of the notable I don't even want to fucking say that you shit that sounds cocky as hell know, but, but I'm like I am part of the people who get booked with the same people and I'm like yeah I even say this I'm like I've said this to you guys I'm like this is the same people I speak with all the time mm -hmm. I'm like and but I'm like sitting here like there are so many other businesses out here uh that are notable that are doing really awesome things and yet we're staying within this very small circle yeah. which has always felt super weird to me to do that like why are, why are we doing that um and like i encourage people i'm like you know like go find somebody else <laughs> yeah well i think that's the point is it's not about them actually being good or bad at whatever it is they're doing it's about like just who they are like they've been around for a while and that's what makes them good essentially interesting and it's like i don't know that that's <laughs> interesting <laughs> and i think so like i would say one of um like when I was earlier, when I was doing speakings earlier on, um, I was new. I was fresh. Mm -hmm. I was fresh doing speakings. And obviously, I got grouped into who I got grouped into. Like, um, if I started my business the same time around people, yeah. like, I've kind of been on the panel with the same, like, five people. Yeah. Well, and you were also part of, I think when you started, that's kind of when the whole idea started of this like oh we have cool shit in cleveland like yeah. wow we could be doing these things they're doing in la we could do them here and i think like you were right at the beginning of that whole almost like cleveland movement of yeah. like small businesses are cool and entrepreneurs are the best and let's like encourage it and you know get creative and blah 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 so i think like you also started right on the cusp of that and i think a lot of other people did too and so everyone kind of got picked up by that movement and like 
have been kind of floating forward. Yeah. We've been floating together since 2016. Yes. <laughs> and then you're like the figureheads of this whole movement. So when someone wants to be part of it or start something, that's who the like model is for this. And it's like, why though? I don't know. I <laughs> like, like it's hard. It's really hard for me. I'm like, I don't if anything taught us yesterday, I tend to be the only black woman in a predominantly yeah. white space. I mean, like, come on. I'm like, yeah, the crescent of chocolate. Okay, like I'm like that's literally how I felt yesterday. I was like surrounded by like all of these white people, and like I remember that being the case when I was like speaking for your local girl gang, and like they're hosting all of these super awesome events, and I had black women saying like, "Oh, art, like is it a safe space for black women?" And I was like, "I feel safe. I feel fine." But I have also been navigating white people my entire yeah. teenagehood. In adulthood, so it's not as unwelcoming to yeah. me because I've had to navigate them through school, through family, through whatever it may be. Uh, but you kind of start to see <laughs> how they click together. Like yeah. if XYZ is speaking at an event or hosting an event, the same group of people will come. And it feels like you are unwelcome because it feels so clicky, even not to just women of color, to newbies. Yeah, I can attest to that. For going sure. into the networking realm, it feels like you're unwelcome if it's the same people hosting the events. They're inviting their same people and it feels like you can't infiltrate this group of people. Yeah. And like some of that is true. Like there are some events that like I have gone to and I was like, I will never go to an event hosted by XYZ again because if you can't welcome me, when I come into your event mm -hmm. that I either pay to be there or I'm purchasing something to support your business and you can't take the two damn seconds to say yeah. hi, I'm never coming again. Yeah. It's, and I will tell people not to come because yeah. I'm that petty. No, oh, I'm literally that petty. petty. It's right. Like you don't know what you're getting into and it's really, it's really intimidating when you want to get into those spaces. And I remember like the age that I started wanting to be in those spaces was like, 18 yeah you're a very like, a like younger 16. high young achiever <laughs> and i was like i want to be in these rooms i mean i started working technically as a photographer at, like, i know i know i know but you also are my youngest intern and <laughs> I, know, I know i know but like i it was like probably around 16 or 17 years old that i was like i want to be you know i'm enjoying photography i want this to be kind of a business thing and when you like follow other photographers to get this like inspiration this is like where you should head and what you should kind of model after they're all part of these cliques and part of these groups that are doing these huge major things. And you're like, oh my God, to be successful, I need to be in those rooms with them. Mm -hmm. But you, well, you those need to be rooms are so intimidating. Like walking into a room of people in their late 20s when you were 16 years old yeah. and trying to pretend like you're all in the same place, which it almost feels like you have, like when you're that young, I don't think there's an acceptance of like, you don't need to be in the same place as everyone else. Like mm -hmm. you don't need to be doing the same thing as everyone else. Because at that point you're like, they're doing it right, and I'm just a kid, and this that's how to do it right. Like, you have to do what they do to do it right. Yeah. And, like, you're not emotionally mature enough to understand that that's not how that works, but it's really intimidating to try to walk into those spaces and model yourself after people who are literally, like, 10 years I feel like it's you. not only, like, to me, I feel like it's not really only just, like, the age thing, because I'm like, age is but a number, as they say. I also yeah. feel like it is... I don't, I'm an authentic person, and I think I've always said, like, this shit's hard. Mm -hmm. I've always been honest. I'm like, mm, I didn't really make money in 2018. Like, yeah. I'm very honest about my journey, and I felt like 
when you kind of have the same clique of people mm-hmm. speaking from this perspective that it's like a little bit easy. I'm like, but you had a corporate job. I'm like, you're, they're like yeah. miss out on things. Uh, you had a corporate job, like you're blah, 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 blah. It's not just easy to step in entrepreneurship and entrepreneurship doesn't necessarily like just fall into your lap. Yeah. And I think that that was the thing I was having with like people picking speakers or networking events primarily based on clicks is like they tend to navigate in the same socioeconomic realm on the same story yeah yeah that you're that like sense, yeah. i can't relate to that like i can't yeah. relate to that and, and there's a lot of people out there who literally cannot relate to operating in a higher socioeconomic yeah. scale class and i just remember thinking like yeah no like um nope i no no investments for my parents like yeah no (laughs) i was like i kind of did by myself like (laughs) it's interesting too because like doing woman up like obviously it's the three of us and we're all very similar like we all came from literally the same neighborhood like and that just kind of fell in place the way it did and when it was happening i didn't really think enough about it that i was like oh good none of us are diverse in any way like we're all the exact same person (laughs) so like mm, Maybe that wasn't the best, like, formula for building a women's organization. But, like, at least we're aware of it. And we actually... Obviously, awareness is good. Awareness is good. At least we're actively trying to overcome it every time. But it's definitely something that, like, is... We have to be very mindful of because of the fact that we're all from kind of the same place. And, again, like, that just kind of happened. And I'm sure for most of these groups, that just kind of happens. Like, that's just... You end up there, and then you're like, oh we're all the same. That's interesting. And then I feel like it's what you choose to do with that information. Like you might all be the same, but are you going to try to include people who are not, or are you going to just, I mean, come on. I'm like, I've literally had this conversation with people. I'm like, there are a lot of women of color entrepreneurs out there in Cleveland who are doing really incredible work. I am not the only one. You really should go ahead and expand your horizon just a little bit just go out of your comfort zone because that's yeah i feel like people are creating events creating networking events based on their comfort zone yeah right like i get that hosting an event and putting together an event is hard as it is Mm -hmm. so i always tend to give people the benefit of the doubt and i let them host their first one and see if they learn anything from hosting their first one and then if they then go host a second one that is an exact blueprint of a lesson that they did not learn and now people don't get it twisted don't get it twisted i'm not secretly just holding all of this infinite wisdom i have inside myself like i am sharing it from a point like hey like great event but yeah black i'm like great event but black people don't feel welcome here black women do not feel welcome here i have actively had women come to me and say they did not feel welcome in this space so they never came to the event yeah right they don't feel like enough of representation are shown of them Mm -hmm. in set spaces so they don't come because historically we are unwelcome yeah and we are kind of like eh you know, they're like, eh, you really doing it? And I was like... Yeah, and why go to another place that it, makes you feel That well. you're unwelcome. So I'm like, I... Yeah, I'm like, I cannot imagine trying to <laughs> infiltrate a clique. Like, I don't know if we give off... Do, do we give off that vibe? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> I was like, I hope not, because we're very welcoming. We're, very, we're a small clique. <laughs> we're a very small clique, but we're also very welcoming. I'm like, we wouldn't mind adding another person into the group. I mean... Yeah. I think it's a matter of, like... It's also just, you don't, like, put on a bit. Like, 
Bonding company doesn't host anything. Like it's not like there's places where people could show up. It's not like your internship is clicky. You know what True. I mean? No, like, that's I where you yeah. welcome people in, and then. So I feel like some of us stick around forever. I will say I even feel like we <laughs> are graduating other people. Like so. kind of started with like Anita and then you and now Sophie. I'm like we just kind of yeah trickle and we add as they prop as as people. Well, that's because you don't again you don't like host anything. Like there's nothing yeah. that like brings people to you necessarily. Like you meet people on your own, but you're not yeah. gonna be like come meet my other friends. <laughs> like that's weird. So. <laughs> When they come in the internship, it's like, Is it oh, weird or is that why we have clicks? Okay. Anyway. <laughs> no, it's weird. <laughs> is it weird or is that why we have clicks? Is because we're like, I'm not going to introduce you to my other friends. I mean, I guess. But sometimes I feel like I'm terrible at friendships in general. Uh, like, yeah. I literally feel like I'm terrible at friendships. Like, I, I know because I give this advice. Oh, my God. Like, adults are adults. We all do our own thing. Like, when we can come together, yeah. we can come together. But I still feel like I am so terrible at friendships. I mean, you're not. Like, weird. You're good to me. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I just see you once a week. Like, I don't... When we take breaks, I don't really hear from you. But that's why it's a break. That's why it's a break. See, I'm like, that. well, that's what I worry about. Because I'm like, okay, like... Obviously, I'm naturally caught up into what I'm doing. I do have a toddler, and he's, like, a lot. And I don't even really respond to my mom, and she hates it. Um, she, she you hates you it. aren't a great texter, I will say that. But when it's important, you, you get back to me. I was like, she when literally... It she, when it matters. I'm like, I am so bad at texting. I just okay. forget, it's okay. and I get distracted. You're not the only one. I remember that I forgot to text. You and then I try to voice note it because I'm like, okay, I don't have time to like sit here and text it. Yes. And then you hear Oliver screaming in the background, and, and I'm like, right. I've tried. You, sh- I don't even know what that. we were talking about this week, but Oliver was going ham in the background, <laughs> and I had to keep deleting the audio messages. <laughs> and I was like, okay, yeah, got it. <laughs> He's trying to ruin your life. Um, but I'm like, I feel like I. Like, in college, I was, like, the person who, like, brought friends together to mm-hmm. congregate. I host dinner parties mm-hmm. and game nights and all that jazz. And then I kind of felt like I was putting in a lot of energy and people were not giving me the energy back. Yeah. So then I stopped yeah. doing that. Yeah. Um, and now I feel like I'm probably going to start doing it again because last night was so fun. Um. <laughs> I mean, okay. So, like, not to be, like, a therapist because I definitely am not. But, like, I'm not qualified to speak on this, <laughs> at all. But I feel like with friendships in general, business or not, it's something that, like, you can't expect, I learned this the hard way, and actually I think my mom might have told me this, but you can't expect people to be the friend you, you would be to, to you. Yeah. And it's, I am not good at that. I'm a cancer, and I'm a July cancer. A July <laughs> cancer. I'm a very late cancer. I'm quite emotional, and I need validation. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, my level of, like, friendship is, like, smother you with my love and affection, and, like... I sort of the almost okay. expect it back. And it's like, I that's not how that works. I would say that that was a hard <laughs> lesson for sure to learn. Yes. Um, the discovery of love languages, I think, is important. Because you're like, I give love in this way, but you receive love in that way. And you kind of like... give it in a different way. It's, it's that very, like, teeter-tot situation where you're like, it's a very unbalanced balance. Yeah. <laughs> right? It's very unbalanced balance where you're like, I need... To show you my love through this way, but yes. I understand that you need yes. to be loved and in I a think different that way. Understanding is the important part, and that's like what I kind of had to come to the conclusion. I'm like, okay, Janae, just like 
continue to operate within your character, continue to be a good friend how you would want friends to be good to you. Those who show up will show up. Those who do not show up, that's just kind of life in general. And I'm like, but then I like, I'm sometimes like, I ask myself, I'm like, um, I wonder if that person like would want to be my friend. Like I need more mom friends because like not everybody gets it. And correct. I don't get it. Not everybody gets it. Like you, you, you have nieces and you, or you have a niece and you have a nephew. Yeah. So you like, you get the concept yeah, yeah, yeah. of but kids, but you don't same. get motherhood. And I was like, I need no. more, I'm like, I need more mom friends. Absolutely. You do. Who just like want to come over. today's mom friend, let us know. <laughs> I today's promise. seeking mom friends. I, 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 I make mean snacks. Okay. This is the official ad for mom friends. Mean snacks and <laughs> your kid can just hang out with my kid at my house and we can just sit on the couch. Like, yeah. Just let them entertain themselves. But like, that's also like half the battle is like people like invite me to things and I'm like, I have a permanent attachment. Yeah. He's like a little well, leech. And I can say like on the opposite <laughs> end of that, like being friends with someone who has a kid, it's like, I don't know what I can do for you half the time. Because well, I, us moms are terrible. I've never been there. So it's like, can I help We also you? are very terrible at asking for help. So. Yeah. But it's also like, even when I am like throwing the help at you, it's still like, we, you don't know if you really want, like. You don't know what you want. It's so, it is. Like, should I treat you like you don't have a kid? Because then you should be treated more, like, you know, like I would if you didn't have a kid or. No, it's hard. It's very, it's a, it's it's a very, it's again, it's a fickle balance. But like, I think that we all have friends for like every point in our lives. Like I would say I operated with like a lot of business friends for a hot minute. Mm -hmm. Um, And now I'm like kind of chilling the fuck out on that (laughs) spectrum. And I'm like, where the fuck did my friends go? Bitches. Yeah, I think in a lot of ways, I was, like, expecting some of my, like, you know, my closest friends or my long-term friends to be, like, my greatest friends and, like, handle all of everything I need from them and, are you, like, they need to cover all the bases. Are you still friends with anyone from high school? Yeah. I yeah. am. I'm, I'm not really. Maybe, I like, am. one person. I'm not. Like, okay, so here's my thing is, like... <laughs> They've, they've all slowly over the years. Like, I'm like, the they, way, they, but they kind of go away. I, okay, so. I've kept a couple of good ones. This is like very much typical Janae, the story I'm about to tell. <laughs> but like, I have, I sometimes I feel like I have such a hard time connecting with people. And I didn't, like in high school, I felt like everyone says like, oh my God, everyone likes you. Yeah. <laughs> everyone likes you. They think you're so nice. They think you're so sweet. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. Um, and I kind of just walk away. But like in high school, I had such a hard time connecting with people. Well, because I went to a predominantly white yeah. school and these girls would like come up with these problems that were like so first world problems. Like, oh, yeah. oh my daddy didn't give me a car. That's and I was what like, school is. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, but like got- I have trauma. So my ass was like 45 yeah. at 15. And I was like, yeah. that don't really seem like a problem. <laughs> yeah. I was like, that doesn't seem like a problem. I, I went a week without food. Like. At like six, I'm like, what? It doesn't seem like it's a problem. So like my mom would be like, oh, Janae, like X, Y, Z. Like I ended up like deciding I wanted to be online school because like I was like, they're only teaching to the test. The girls are quite frankly awful and they're so immature. And I'm like, I'm not clicking. Like, yeah, if you can't relate to them, like it doesn't even matter. Like, are they necessarily wrong? Like, no, no. They just haven't gone through the same experiences that you had at that point in time. But if you can't connect, then... You can't, I like, you can't, can't connect. You can't force it. I you mean, can't connect. And I, like, could not connect with really people from high school. Yeah. Connected with people in college. But obviously, we do what we do. We all live yeah. in very opposite sides of the world, pretty yeah. much, I think it's point. interesting, though. Like, my high school friends, like, we we definitely don't see each other, like, a ton. 
and we're cool with it. Like we acknowledge it and we're like, we talk once a month and that's perfect. Like we catch up on all the things. We talk about all our old friends and what they're doing and how annoying they are and all of that stuff. And then we just hang out and move on. And then like, that's it for another month. And we're all like very satisfied with that because I think it's really important to acknowledge, like, especially with friends from different stages of life, high school, college, you know, work, whatever, that, like, they all know you at a different time, and they all know a different version of you, and, like, you can't expect them to understand the current version of you either. Oh, no. My literal philosophy is, like, if you knew me before a mom, and you have not talked to me since I became a mom, you don't know who I am. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, like, you go through these huge life changes, and it's, like, you can't necessarily relate, and you don't have to try to. Like, you can just be whatever you are. Like, you can just have that relationship and just continue to have it. You don't have to try to like learn a new person and how they are now you just have to respect it and support it and just I mean like they my high school friends are the greatest and they like volunteer at Woman Up they're very amazing and they're always incredibly supportive but it's like they don't need to talk to me every second of every day or yeah. like necessarily know what I'm up to all of the time but the big stuff like that's the kind of stuff we talk about the important things the family things and the you said I had such a healthy upbringing like Thank you. I think. I don't know. Claps. Claps for <laughs> Alex's parents, okay? She has such a healthy upbringing. My parents are, my parents are pretty cool. <laughs> and we dig it. You know, she's navigating friendships as you should with the natural think, growth aspect of it. I think that's the whole point, too, is, like, we can be friends and not have... Yeah, I think there's, like... A, experiences that aren't anything alike. Well, 100%. I think, like, as... If you know, you know that... Like you said, you can check in with high school friends once a month. And that is like, that's cool. That's fantastic. Mm -hmm. Like, I became a mom. I check in with you guys. Um, You know, I I think I tend to initiate the check-ins. Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. I'm just, it's it's almost extra now that I am a mom. Yeah. Because I'm just like, how are you doing? Are you okay? Mm -hmm. What you up to? Like, how's life? Like, want to do X, Y, Z? Like, even planning yesterday was so funny because I was like... I mean, we're lucky (laughs) that we see each other once a week. So, like, we're lucky enough to also work together. Like, not every friendship has that luxury. But I think it's nice to, like... I mean, we definitely, before we hop on here and record stuff, we're talking. Oh, yeah. We're talking for hours before we even record a podcast. But yeah, I was like, even thinking like yesterday, I was like, oh, wow. Like it took, I was like, let's just confirm that we're like hosting a dinner party type thing. I'm like, but then I remember like how much effort goes into like getting people to confirm. I'm like, confirm it. (laughs) I'm like, putting this out here one more time. Confirm it, please. Rallying the group chat is not easy. (laughs) Rallying our group chat is not easy at all. Any women's group chat is a mess. Everyone's got like 500 things going on. And then when you're dealing with like... I mean, bless Anita and Sophie, but those two are so busy. <laughs> they are so Their booked schedules because are they're so wild. They're doing so well and they're so booked and it's like very wild. Their schedules like are literally insane. And I'm like, okay, this is like, it was like the perfect thing. It fell on a Thursday. Let's rock and roll. It was perfect. Nobody yeah. is doing anything on a Thursday because you got your yeah. wedding and I know you're not doing anything on a Thursday. Yeah. So let's confirm. Yeah, it was perfect. Oliver's with grandma. Let's have yeah. fun. I'll have the house. <laughs> I was like, let's, let's do this. I think that that's, that's like stuff that I miss. I'm a natural black Martha Stewart, I guess we can call it. Cause, <laughs> you know, I like, I like hosting. I like setting the table. I like having a good experience and just like doing fun things. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Both Being business. Extra is so much more fun. Both a friendship business wise, friendship personal wise. Yeah. Um, I like doing it like a, 
I think it's like sometimes it's hard to maintain business-based friendships if you guys are like moving in completely different directions yeah, or at different paces. It's hard to maintain. Depends on the scenario for sure. Yeah. Like I, we are good at being friends because this is like this is our pace. A very fun job. Like it's not like it's also our pace. I don't know if any if our audience knows. Alex and I literally are like we have the same personality. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. But yeah, I think it's a matter of like, except I'm, I'm way more high strung than you are, but That's true. you're a lot more relaxed than I am. But other than that. You don't show your high strungness though. Yeah, I know. It's all inside. That's that, that's that late July cancer for you, baby. She's <laughs> going to combust. It's not yours. Um, ah, funny. Anyway, um, I think it's also just like, we are working a very fun, like this is our job. This yeah. is work right now, which is ridiculously insane chill so like you know when you're in a more high high intensity environment for work friendships are very different like in a corporate setting or something when you have people that you associate as co-workers mm-hmm. like i would never call you i would barely call you my boss like i, don't, I literally it feels weird i hate when you call me your boss i'm like please you stop. technically are though <laughs> like, like just weird. stop it is so weird when she calls me boss i'm like stop it stop it i'm like please <laughs> <Not weird. laughs> I was like, we're literally both working for the same goal. (laughs) Like, and that right there is equal enough for me. This is the perfect example, though. It's like, I don't know if it's age. It's a little bit age. And just being at a different point in life and maybe not like age, but just less experience and, you know, less seasoned in this environment. But, you know, this is your thing that I'm coming into. I get it. And it's like a matter of like feeling very like... I, I think the best part about starting to work for you was the fact that, like, everything we talked about, you would always said we. And I had been in places before where that was never, ever, ever the case. And it was, like, immediately subconsciously comforting. So I was like, does that mean I'm a part of it? Like, I don't... <laughs> it took me a minute to, like, really get comfortable and feel like I was part... Like, you literally treated me like an equal from day one, which is, like, you are amazing. But at the same time, like, you've been doing this for, like, six fucking years. Like, that's not... I literally do not even care how long I've been doing it. I know. We are that's me. how it feels. And it's like that took some meaning. I still don't fully accept it. But it we are some we. getting used to <laughs> that like when you come up with an idea, like I'm the first person you text. Like that's mm-hmm. unusual to me. And it's very like hard for me to wrap my head around sometimes. I'm like, but I think that's part of that like not being sure where you fit. In something that's already established. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. that applies to, like, clicks and stuff, too. Like, it's not that thing, whatever you're doing, the job, the click, the friendship, whatever, the networking, it's already established. And if you're trying to enter something that's that already, already been there and has been functioning without you, you're like, well, it could function without me, so what's my point? Like, and why am I here? It's also like, yeah, you need to know where you fit in, and it needs to be comforting, and that's yeah. how I know that networking clicks are not comforting because you don't know where the hell you fit in like you're like hey i like definitely follow you on social media we've interacted a little bit but like yeah this is y'all got inside jokes that i definitely don't yeah yeah anything about like catching up on like the stuff you may have missed Mm -hmm. is like incredibly intimidating because you're like i will like i could become your right hand person and still like if you had other employees that have been there longer like you're gonna have things that they know how to do that i don't like it's always gonna be a little bit it's always gonna feel like one little step behind sometimes i know unless like the person you know in charge of whatever it is is making a conscious effort to kind of like eliminate that 
I mean, I've always been that. I like, I really am a person that like, I want everybody to feel included. No, I know. I'm saying like, no. <laughs> no, I know you, what you're I saying. Mean. I'm just saying I feel like that that's how people should be, and they're not. Is that like, yeah. especially in business, like. I definitely am that person who's, I've always been like, you have a question, ask it. I'm like, I don't know you, slide into my DMs, ask it. I'm not going to charge you for asking me a fucking question. (laughs) Just ask the question. Please learn from my mistakes. Like that is. Yeah. And it's like, honestly, if it bothered me, I just won't answer you. Like, or I'll just be (laughs) like. She's she's dead serious though. Yeah. Or (laughs) I'll just be like, oh, sorry. I just saw this four months later. Like, which you know is a lie because I'm always on the internet. (laughs) Like I saw it. The only thing I don't always see is my photo stuff. <laughs> goes unnoticed for a while sometimes. But, um, yeah, it's just, like, reach out and do the thing. And if someone, you know, doesn't want to talk to you, they won't. Like, it's not... Okay. Don't take it hard. Adding yes. adding some structure back. <laughs> adding some structure back into our, our conversation. What do you think um, are some solutions that we can, we can give people who are networking... And come across it feeling too clicky? Um, I don't know. That's hard. That's Um, super hard. Maybe I'll start. I know I asked the question. Yeah, go ahead. But I, so I've always been, I've pretty much gone to networking events solo dolo. um, Just because. Which I find so ballsy, by the way. (laughs) I could literally never. Literally this thing last night, I was like, I need all three of you to come with me. (laughs) Like, I cannot go by myself. It's like, I have kind of, since I started, like, I didn't really, I didn't have anybody in. I did not know anybody who else who's really doing branding. Honestly, not a lot of people were doing branding. Like I didn't run into yeah. a lot of branded people when I started. Different time, but I was like, okay, well, like I'm gonna have to get out there, and like I would go, and I'm like, hey, I do this. <laughs> but I think that like that right there, it within itself, like you said, it's a little ballsy. People are yeah. gonna be like, people would ask me all the time, did you come here with someone? And I'm like. No, I didn't. But they would obviously be with their friend. And I'm like, yeah, but like my always go to is to literally compliment something that they're wearing and then infiltrate the conversation Mm -hmm. and go that route because it feels just a little less scary. Um, That is very, that is good advice for someone (laughs) that is as confident as you are. But I can oh, definitely say that I, confident, I definitely just like go. I'm physically incapable of doing that. Like I cannot walk over to a group of women that are friends with each other and introduce myself to that conversation. I would actually rather not, I think. That's that is the scariest thing I've ever tried to wrap my head around, actually. So like I don't know what my advice is, but I I know that not everyone is capable of that, is what I'm saying. <laughs> like I know that I don't think that But I think there is power in going like by yourself because sometimes people will try to include you just because there is power Listen, about yeah. going by yourself. When you tend to travel with your friends, then you guys tend to click together yes. and you don't tend to interact with other people, which just keeps the clicks yes. alive. To the advice me. definitely is if you can muster the courage to do that, <laughs> absolutely do it. But if you can't, the solution for that is, I don't know, find friends who have things you like, because I also, there were a lot of things I missed out on, on those first couple of years of me wanting to be part of things like this because I couldn't find anyone who wanted to go with me. Yeah. It's not exactly like, an 18-year-old's fun weekend plans to go to, like, a market <laughs> and, like, talk to vendors. Like, that's not... I'm laughing because that is so funny. In the way that like, you were older than everyone else because of trauma, I was just older than everyone else. Like, I just you're like, I just want... like my markets. Yeah, I, was I, like like, I don't markets. need to party. I don't want to go out. I want to... 
I don't know, network. <laughs> like, like, I, I want to network. I want to see what's going on. And, like, yeah. And, and I, I would say, like, for the people who are hosting the events, like, go out of your way to invite people that you would not normally oh, yeah. invite. Like, you're sending out the invite to people because you're marketing. So if you're sending out, like, you have to go outside of your own personal circles. Now, I know that shit is hard. Because, yeah. again, but I think it's way easier sliding into somebody's DMs and walking up to them at an event by yourself and well, infiltrating their conversation. I think the important <laughs> thing is, too, though, like, I can say from a woman up perspective. Like, obviously, we're all three white women, and we have similar experiences and everything. So, like, for us, trying to make our space feel like a safe space for people of color and people who aren't like us in other ways, I think it's important to, like... I don't know, like, it's hard for me to access anyone that's not already in my circle, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So, like, finding someone outside of my, or within my circle that has those contacts is also a way of getting to that level. Like, you are actually experiencing those things. You connect me with other people who are doing the same thing. Like, that's what the whole point is. I think it's a matter of, like, you don't necessarily need to have, like, yeah, please don't go out and get a token like black friend. No. We're not saying that. No. <laughs> we're saying, I'm saying though, like, but like. But okay, I get, no. I know, I literally get what you're saying. I yes. just had to make that joke. I, I literally get what you're saying. You're saying find the person who has, though. find the person who has the connects that goes outside yes. of your. Circle. Like, we try to make sure that our vendor diver is, our vendor pool is very diverse. It so was. That, you know, those people. It was. It's even like east side, west side. I mm-hmm. mean, trying to get people from different places too, because we're all on the east side. So these vendors from the West Side have people that shop with them from the West Side and they hear about it through their Instagrams or whatever and, you know, come to the event that way. Yeah. And, like, that's been one of the biggest ways we've tried to do that because we don't have those connections. Like, we don't have those audiences. And even just getting them to follow us because of, you know, the vendor that posted that they're coming or whatever, even if it's not a full ticket sale at that moment, like, at least they're following along on the page and we have them kind of there. So I think... Utilizing the network that you do have instead of trying to, like, I don't know, go too far out of your... Like, instead of finding a token person I guess I'm like something. I guess I'm, like, super, like, go out of your comfort zone. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I might be, like, I might need like, that written on my body um, <laughs> because I'm literally, like, go, go for it. <laughs> I think a lot of times, though, like, that turns into someone having, like, a token friend mm-hmm. of some background because they're, like, I am going to use you to get the other people when I need them. And it's, like, that's not the route. Yeah, I'm, like, don't, don't use your token. Yeah, no. So don't, like, don't. you shouldn't even have a token friend of any kind. Like, just. Honestly, you should not, but, find like. Find contact. Like, I'm not yeah. talking about friendship. I'm talking about, like, business contacts mm-hmm. or, like, networking in that way where you have people that you know can reach audiences that you might not be able to. Yeah. It's honestly that that's strategic partnerships. Yes. What, yeah. It's literally strategic partnerships. Um, and just in case you guys didn't get it, strategic partnerships do not belong in friendships. Don't use your fucking yeah, friends. No. That shit is weird. Exactly. Yeah. That's weird. Don't do that. We're we're not we're not for that. <laughs> yeah. No. no. Ten out of ten. I mean, not for that. <laughs> like, unless someone is active. Like I'm always the person who's like, oh, you're looking for a job in X Y Z. I know this person. Mm-hmm. Blah blah blah. And like that's but a you're, whole idea you're offering everything too. Yes, you're it has offering to be it offered up. by said part. Like you can't unless you're that person it. alone is doing whatever it is that you're looking for. Yeah. Like like I actively support all my friends' shit. I'm yeah. like 100 percent for it. But like we don't. Yeah. We don't use each other, and I think that's what makes our friendship 
awesome. It makes it feel authentic and not like a strategic partnership is yeah. that we're not like out here using each other. Um, and that's kind of like that realm where people are like, well, I have my business friends. I have like my personal friends. I have my mom friends. I have yeah. my black mom friends, you know, like whatever yeah. it may be. Um, because you're all going through different stages of life. Yeah. You all technically, like, I don't know if I could like congregate that all of my friends together under yeah. like one I think event. not all of them <laughs> you know like under one thing and yeah, like I let's all get along all them, but all of them of like a similar age group like I couldn't have you in with like my high school friends because you're older it's just weird like it's just not the same vibe like you'd be like why are they talking like children I'd be like they're just like <laughs> sometimes I'm okay with that you know what I mean like sometimes I'm like I need a little crazy like I need a little youth so they're just like, like I'm you see I'm they're just like that in my, in my soul so I need a little youth once in a while like so you're so mature that's right it's for my friends who are the age they're supposed to be like so I think you know that there's just certain groups that don't like wouldn't vibe yeah no one's gonna understand the fact that you have a two-year-old like no one gets no, no one gets, and he runs my life. Yeah, like okay? nobody gets that. He literally runs my fucking life, that kid. Love him to death, but. Yeah, nobody, nobody would understand that, except for like. Except for moms. Yeah. Who were like, oh, wow. Other mom friends. Your kid threw an entire hissy fit because he picked the wrong <laughs> fork. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and you told me how to just eat the damn, with that fork. Yep, yep, that's it. It was like a, a, a 20 minute hissy fit. Mm-hmm. I think this is an important to like acknowledge effort too. Mm-hmm. For I think sure. It's hard. I think a lot of people expect friendships to kind of just fall into place and like you immediately click. It's almost like a. Soulmate. It doesn't. I'm like. And so it's like sometimes that happens, but like. I think it's like when did. Put in work. When did uh, friendships kind of become a thing that you didn't have to work at? I don't yeah. understand that. Like, I think people think that relationships are hard work, like romantic relationships. And all like, relationships are hard work. Exactly. But I think a lot of people go, oh, romantic relationships are hard work and, you no, know, blah, like, blah, blah. So this should be easy. Mm-hmm. Like, my, my girlfriend should be easy because I don't understand my man. Like, that whole thing. And it's like, that's not... People are not easy. Yeah. And I think that that is yeah. the general consensus here. People are not easy, which makes friendships not easy and they require a certain level of work and then there are just some things that you realize that maybe you don't really like about your friend but it's not a deal breaker and you can deal with it and there are some things like fuck no (laughs) yeah listen sometimes you cut people i am she's queen of slice and dice (laughs) late july cancer i will she will cut you off and never speak to you again and won't feel that bad about it to be honest. <laughs> so she was like, "There's no explanation needed." He was like, "I've made my decision. We're done here." You said you. something that was out of pocket. Yeah. One time, <laughs> one single time. And I'm Say bye, bye, bye. There's no second chance <laughs> here. Sorry. I'm Which is like, again, it's fine. It's 100% fine. Like I'm, I'm just like you said. I'm very chill, roll with the flow type yes. thing. Um, and like I kind of knew from like the get go. I'm like, I knew things were gonna change when I became a mom because I don't. I, I think you'll make all your mom friends with Natalie goes to school. That terrifies me. I think that'll be one of them. Are you kidding? That terrifies me. Ollie is such a sociable kid right now, and he says hi to people at the playground. And I'm like, stop (laughs) killing your introverted-ass mom. Just please stop doing it. He'll say hi, and I'm like, no, getting full-fledged conversations with me. And I was like, no, see, my kid was saying hi to you. That's kind of how the the friendship thing works though today. No. If you want the mom friends, that's how you have to get them. No. I think that won't be where they actually are. Honestly, also, like, I don't run into, like, a shit ton of moms. Exactly. You're not Um, in that place yet. Even at... you're in a school setting, you're going to be, like... Playgrounds or whatever. I either run into nannies or I run into, like, 
grandparents. I don't run into moms, obviously, because I have a very unique situation where I work from yeah, home and I work on my own <laughs> schedule. When you're, when you're doing, like, 3 p.m. pickups from school, yeah. that's when you're going to meet the moms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I guess I got, what, two two to three more years? Four years, yeah. Good Lord. That's okay. You're not going to work for that. I should put a mom application out. Yeah. <laughs> mom friend application. If you want to today's mom friend. I will literally actually put an application. <laughs> do <laughs> Don't get it started. Like that. Do not get me started. Like you you have to apply. Turn off today, please. <laughs> no need to apply. This is why I have no friends right here. Because I'm yeah. thinking application for friendships. I promise she's nicer than she's on. I am actually really nice. <laughs> I've heard I give Stop. off very bitchy vibes. <laughs> Maybe it's because you want people to apply to be your friend. <laughs> I didn't have to apply to be your friend. So. Uh, no one has to really apply to be my friend. I'm like, technically, you go through I a phase. I need to apply for <laughs> <laughs> You're like seeking social media. And I was like, you're like, up, you said, you said, so, okay. so about that. <laughs> I know it was the easiest search ever. I was like, that was the best. It was I the was best like, for real? Hiring I've ever had. I was, was like, like, no interview sounds great. I was like, let's go. You already know everything about me? Perfect. <laughs> I was like, let's go. Let's go. Yeah, let's but this this is going to be a funny podcast episode when we re-listen to it. We do thank you guys for tuning into this week's episode of the Audacity Podcast. We will...